Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. The following podcast contains audio extracted from videos on the Harry Potter Theory YouTube channel. Hey everyone, welcome to another installment of Harry Potter Theory. Today, we're going to be discussing Harry Potter and, you guessed it, Hogwarts Legacy. Most importantly, however, we're going to be looking at where these two worlds diverge, tackling the question of whether or not Hogwarts Legacy should be considered a genuine part of Harry Potter canon. What is canon? But now many of you may be asking yourselves, what exactly is canon? And what prior content that's been published under the Wizarding World label fits this description? In order to set the stage, I feel that this needs to be appropriately defined. In the context of fictional works, canon refers to a collection of works that are considered to be authentic and produced by the original author or authors of a particular series or universe. The concept of canon in fiction is important in establishing and understanding the boundaries of a particular universe or series and the extent to which subsequent works are considered to be part of that universe. Simply put, if it wasn't written and or endorsed by the original author or creator of said work, then it must be considered separately from that main body of work. Anyone could write a book about Harry Potter, but that wouldn't make it canon, it would just make it fan fiction. However, there are a few loopholes here with regards to publication. Prior to the release of Hogwarts Legacy, the following books and films were responsible for establishing the existing canon. I've attempted to put them in order of canonicality. Number 1. The Main Harry Potter Novels The seven Harry Potter novels written by J.K. Rowling and published between 1997 and 2007 are considered to be the core of Harry Potter canon. 2. The Movies the eight Harry Potter films, Philosopher's Stone through Deathly Hallows Part 2, are considered by most to adequately fit the definition of canon. They were endorsed by the author and they fit into the framework of the novels, so it's hard to complain too much. The only gripes that some may have with the films is that they sometimes contradict the books, which should ultimately be considered core canon. 3. Fantastic Beasts The Fantastic Beasts films Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, The Crimes of Grindelwald, and The Secrets of Dumbledore serve as prequels to the Harry Potter story and should be treated as canon. These screenplays were written by J.K. Rowling herself, and that fact alone serves as irrefutable evidence that these films are in fact canonical. 4. Cursed Child Here's where things get a little shaky. The Cursed Child is a stage play based on an original story by J.K. Rowling, Jack Thorne, and John Tiffany. It is the eighth story in the Harry Potter series 
and is set 19 years after the events of the final novel, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. The play follows the adventures of Harry Potter's son, Albus Severus Potter, and his friend, Scorpius Malfoy, as they navigate the challenges of being the children of two of the most famous wizards in history. Many deny the Cursed Child canon status for the following reasons. One, it's a play and not a novel. Two, it wasn't solely written by JK Rowling. Because the story wasn't written exclusively by Rowling, and was instead co-written by John Tiffany and Jack Thorne, many view the story of the Cursed Child as something entirely separate from Harry Potter canon. Three. It contradicts canon. Because aspects of the Cursed Child are inconsistent with the original series, like Voldemort having a child, many view the story as glorified fanfiction, denying it canon status. 5. Most Games Since the Harry Potter books films came out, there have been countless Harry Potter games released across a ton of different platforms. Most of these games, however, were lacking. They didn't have the story, they didn't have the playability, and they were totally inconsistent with regards to existing Harry Potter canon. I think that Hogwarts Legacy and all of the incredible content it introduces is the only Harry Potter game that's even a part of this canon conversation. But with all of the above established, the question remains, what about Hogwarts Legacy? Is it canon and where would it fit on the above list? Briefly catering to those who live under a rock, Hogwarts Legacy is the latest and greatest Harry Potter game that introduces us to the wizarding world in the 19th century, over a century prior to the events that take place in the Harry Potter novels. It follows the story of our character, a fifth year student at Hogwarts, embarking on his own journey through the wizarding world, exploring new places, interacting with new faces, and learning new spells. The game boasts an exceptional level of detail, and is perhaps the greatest thing to happen to Harry Potter since the original book's films. But is it canon? Well, I think that's entirely up for debate. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Let me guide you through the arguments for and against Hogwarts Legacy being canon. Arguments and counterpoints. The main argument, and only worthy argument, for Hogwarts Legacy not being a part of canon is that it was simply not endorsed by JK Rowling. Effectively, what this means is that the game's story and characters were not created by the original creator of the Harry Potter universe and therefore are not an extended component of the original fictional world. This argument against Hogwarts Legacy being canon is quite a blow by itself, but hear me out for a second. First of all, just because Rowling has repeatedly stated that she isn't involved, it doesn't mean that's actually the case. Rowling has been the target of considerable scrutiny in recent years, 
which has led to her gradual disassociation from content released by Warner Bros Media. Effectively, Warner Bros Media don't want Rowling's current reputation to harm sales of the game. With that said however, I bet she's got some sort of a hand in how the game was developed, whether she's willing to publicly admit it or not. Second of all, there have been a few standalone instances in which content produced by someone other than the original author has been considered canon, largely through a loophole of sorts pertaining to the company responsible for publishing said content. The Oz series by L. Frank Baum is a perfect example of this. Official canon pertaining to the Oz series is comprised of the primary 14 books written by Baum himself. However, there is also the inclusion of the Royal Book of Oz which was written by author Ruth Plumley Thompson after Baum's demise. Despite the Royal Book of Oz being written by another author and after the death of the original author, it's still accepted as canon due to its authenticity and authorization by the original publisher. Basically, in some instances, the endorsement of the publisher is enough to perpetuate what can be considered canon. I know, this was news to me too. In the case of Hogwarts Legacy, this could be considered a legitimate argument for the game being canon, but I do also think it falls on consumer interpretation. The Cursed Child is a perfect example of this. Technically, it's canon, but sometimes authors, publishers make mistakes. Harry Potter fans will stand behind the original books 100%, but a screenplay that was only partially written by Rowling that also happens to contradict aspects of the story, well, that's harder to get behind. With all that said, here are some more reasons why Hogwarts Legacy might be a purer form of canon than other more endorsed Harry Potter releases. First of all, it doesn't contradict canon at least not to a significant degree. I'm still in my first playthrough, but I've been consistently impressed with how they've managed to integrate this game into such a complex universe full of rich lore. One notable contradiction to canon, however, is that players are able to obtain the Elder Wand, which as we know, can be fully traced back through history. On that note, if you want to see the Wand's full history, then check out my video, The Bloody Story of the Elder Wand, All Owners, Harry Potter Explained. With that said however, I'm willing to accept this minor canon blunder, largely due to the fact that developers and story builders did an otherwise amazing job. Setting the game in the late 1800s was an ingenious move as this part of wizarding history is close enough to what we already know but far enough away that there was plenty of room for them to world build. The other argument which ties into what I said earlier is that the game is produced by Warner Bros Interactive Entertainment's Portkey Games which is a subsidiary of Warner Bros. This company specializes in creating games and mobile apps based on JK Rowling's Wizarding World and has direct ties to the official Harry Potter franchise. My last point which is based solely off of my own opinion is that the game feels much more Harry Pottery than anything else released after the original books and films. To me, the game feels more like Harry Potter than Fantastic Beasts and the Cursed Child combined. Perhaps not everyone shares that sentiment, but that's what I think. In the past I've expressed that canon must be written by the original author, but in this instance I'm going to have to amend my previous statement when I say that in some cases, true canon can be influenced by the opinions of fans and creators affiliated with the franchise. What do you guys think? Do you think that Hogwarts Legacy should be considered true canon? Do you agree with my canon tier list? 
Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and also be sure to include any video requests you might have pertaining to the wizarding world. As always, if you enjoy the content, please remember to like the video and subscribe to the channel. Until next time, remember, it does not do to dwell on dreams and forget to live.